Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Omaha, or the Nebraska women, are in the Target Center later this morning. They take on Michigan State. Must win game for Nebraska. They are in some brackets for the women. The first four out. The metrics aren't bad. They're 42 in the net, and they have the 13th best strength of schedule. Yeah. They have some good wins. Yeah, the strength of schedule is. But they got to win today, and mm-hmm. then they would get to face Indiana. If they win two games, I would think they sneak into the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament. But uh, that's coming up mm-hmm. at 1130 in an 8-9 uh, game. I don't know what the ratings will be like. They will not probably be as high as the spring training game between the Cardinals and the Mets the other day. The highest spring training game on ESPN since 2016. I don't know if we're cooped up. We want to watch baseball. We're jonesing for a little baseball. Look a little I'm going to say it's the curiosity of how this is going to work mm-hmm. with the pitch clock yeah. and yep. how quick games are going to move. So you tune in, you're like, you know what? Major League Baseball, first weekend of spring training, is getting a lot of discussion, Yeah, which it is. There's Everybody's talking about baseball. And it's not just, hey, the optimism of spring training, because no. there's like Three, three and a half weeks, four weeks to go of spring training is what is the pitch clock and the changes going to do. And most everybody across the board is like, this is great for baseball. Yeah. But for television, the curiosity, how it's easy to watch, leaves me optimistic that when we get to the regular season, that TV ratings nationally will be okay. Because regionally, there's a lot of markets that do really, really mm-hmm. well. But nationally, you know, not so much. But the other thing I noticed, and I go home and I flip on MLB Network, so they're carrying a spring training game from Florida, Arizona, nearly every day. One thing about baseball is it is a routine. Like you, you, you know, when baseball wasn't around during COVID, and you were ready for the season to start. You watch mm-hmm. Korean baseball, but Major League Baseball, it's there every day. Mm-hmm. It, it is a, it is part of your daily routine that a baseball game is going to be on, whether it's your team or not. And so I've kind of like now that we're in spring training and there's a game on every day. But here's the next step of what baseball has when it comes to people tuning in. They got to fix the blackouts. And also, I don't know if you guys are following, there is a major issue with the local networks. A bally? Yeah. Yeah. That have gone bankrupt, that Major League Baseball is scrambling to pick them up mm-hmm. so that there will actually be, you know, in Kansas City. You can have your games on Fox Sports, right? Well, you know, and you'll be able to watch them in Kansas City or Omaha. We haven't that, seen them in years. That's a major. That's a major thing. The regional sports <clears throat> networks falling apart is a big thing for baseball right now. That they are scrambling yeah. to make sure they have in place so that when the season starts, markets don't. You know, there's some markets that mm-hmm. you know are not left without baseball. Their local team playing on a network. Well, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's probably a story that I'm surprised I got more national run as these regional networks that have just completely imploded. Well, and and that's why I feel like this is different from when say oh, Directv is having a standstill with 
Fox Sports. Like this is all it, now. It's almost like lose yeah. Them. It's almost like where everybody figures something will present itself at the eleventh hour. But this is different than that. This isn't a yeah. We're this is a pissing contest. That's not what it is. I mean they they've you said they've imploded. They have no money and you know like watching Cleveland. I mean they're a Bally Sports as well. And so there's a lot. Uh, it, it's Major League Baseball going to step in? I mean that's the big question right now is what can MLB do to try to keep this thing afloat? Because that is a good chunk of your audience that is essentially going to be left without a lot of games if they can't figure this out. That, that's the big question, though. What can Major League Baseball do in trying to be able to sort of float that? Because that's a big deal. Yeah. It, it is a big deal. And I don't know if people understand that this isn't some type of standstill that, oh, they're going to they're get funded at the 11th hour, because that's that's not what this is about. We would watch every night. The Royals were a part of our evening. And dinner, you have some baseball. I mean, you'd stay with the whole game, but it was just part of, you would start, hey, hey, there's Rex. Had a bad day. Rex, make me feel better and talk baseball. And then all of a sudden, you can't watch him anymore. And I think it's been going on three and a half years. It was just kind of middle of the season. Or no, it was some end of the 20 season where it just cut off. And, well, they're going to get it done. No, they're not. And so the running joke when we moved to Omaha is, well, we still won't be able to watch the Royals because it's still in their area. Now, a lot of people won't be able to watch that or any of their teams. Well, yeah, the, big I, mean, deal. I think it's a big story, yes, and I it, it's well that it, and, it should be bigger that and trying to fix the blackouts, mm-hmm. which is that's just I've always hated that. You want to grow the game? Let people be able to watch the game. Yeah, kids especially because that's why I got into it as a kid. You could watch baseball. Your local teams. You had the Braves on TBS. You had the Cubs on WGN. I mean, I can I, I can remember the Mets on WOR when I was really little. But you always had your teams. You had, we had the Astros, and you'd sometimes get the Rangers. But you always had baseball. Well, and I, you know, I have an MLB at bat subscription, and I every time Cleveland beat in the same division as KC, trying to watch the games, and all of a sudden I can't. And then so I've got to find if I want to watch Cleveland Kansas City, I got to find it on Bally, and if it's not there. It's not that I can find an alternative way to watch it. I, mean, I just can't watch it. You know that I don't like that. Yeah, I shouldn't be able to go be able to watch the game in my house and go ten minutes away to work out, and I want to continue to watch the game on my phone, and I can't. You can't, right? Uh, that's the problem. But, if you're paying for the subscriptions, like that's that's the big issue right there. But this the the regional sports network, Bally's filing for bankruptcy now the nba and the nhl they're going to be fine because those rights fees have been paid through the year but major league baseball is the one affected because they're about to begin their season Mm -hmm. they have begun with with spring training games with the regular season is at the end of the month is by that going away and major league baseball probably taking over where they're going to offer you different packages and everything through mlb tv they might be able to cure the blackout issue that way because they will control everything right and that would be good and yeah it'd be very good because if you if you said to me as a baseball fan hey we're fixing your game we're going to make it quicker okay we did that hey it's going to be an easier watch mm-hmm. now manfred can i watch the game yes yeah. right and if he does that then then baseball's got an opportunity i brought this up yesterday i think we we're talking to bc back when games in the 50s 60s and 70s were 230 that's when baseball grew and legends were made because it was an easy watch. And, and again, you didn't have as much competition for the 
the entertainment dollar, the viewing pleasure as you have now. But if you get back to that stretch where it's an easy view, what that will do for the popularity of baseball, Mm -hmm. not only watching, but also, man, baseball looks fun. I'm going to, I want to play baseball, dad. I want to play baseball, mom. How do I play baseball? There's all of this like experiment of addressing the sport and adapting right now that'll affect it for years and years to come, whether it be on the field or how you consume the game. But the the fact that this is has some bankruptcy in it, yeah, it's a big story because I remember when Bally's first started and you know carrying the Royals and you want to watch Royals opening day and I got I was you know a Cox subscriber. It was a nightmare, mm-hmm. absolute nightmare of I'm not getting the game and then I'm only getting the sound and you know Cox would be sending out tweets about we're working on it. And oh, like, you would actually just get the you wouldn't actually get the. The game at all? You just no. get the sound? No, I, I didn't get the game, and then I just got the sound, and then I just got a picture. No live, you know, live coverage. Yeah. Oh, the first day that the Royals played, it was a nightmare. Yes. And everybody's like, hang on, this is going to be like the greatest thing. Bally Sports. Mm. Oh, Bally Sports is, the Diamond Group has filed for bankruptcy. Makes me miss the RSTN. What's, what was the, oh, what's the Cubs one? Now? Marquee. Marquee, mm-hmm. thank you. Marquee and that Sports. has... Some issues as well. Like yeah. I would like to watch, I would like to watch the Marquee Sports Network here in Omaha. Yeah, well, because I know in the Chicago market they were they were struggling to the very last moment with the Marquee Sports Network to get every like what if you were directed. I think um, was Comcast is big in Chicago that they did not have anything worked out with Marquee yet. So there was all these Comcast subscribers that thought they're going to miss out on you know Cubs baseball. And yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of Cubs. Well, you being one of them, but there's a lot of Cubs fans too that I know would love to have access to the Marquee Sports Network too. But you know, I, I think about the visibility of the game and the access that was there. I mean, going back to why you have a lot of unique Atlanta Braves and Chicago Cubs fans here in Nebraska. Well, what was readily available to you? TBS and WGN. So you had no blackout issue. But yeah, you you bring up what bothers me more than anything is if I want to be able to watch Cleveland play, I can take it where, whoever they're playing wherever I'm going because I paid for that subscription. That subscription should give me unlimited access to the team that I'm following or the teams that I'm following. It's not the cheapest thing in the world either. Uh, well, we're whining here. Will writes in the Equitable <laughs> Bank inbox. He said, try living in Denver. And he's right. Are you guys familiar? So... So you've got the Nuggets, mm-hmm. who are going to be the number one seed in the West. Mm-hmm. They've got MVP two-time likely. MVP, could be the third. Yep. They've got a Stanley Cup hockey team. If you live in Denver and you have Comcast, you haven't been able to watch either the Nuggets or the Avalanche now in about three years. Oh, my gosh. Because there is Comcast and Altitude TV have a blackout, and they have been in a fight for over three years. It's basically Comcast and then Cronky Altitude. And they are blaming each other. And so people that have Comcast, you can't watch the Avs or the Nuggets. This is three years. What a time. In Denver. The two teams of of the Broncos going down and the Rockies, of course, going way down. The two teams that you want to watch the most, you can't. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's just bad business. So so I'm with you. If you live in Denver, that is a major, major problem. And it just coincides with this is like the height of how good the Nuggets and Abs have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just please, for the consumer, just fix it. Make it easy for us to pay our bills, find our games, yeah. purchase our games, 
and be able to watch our game. You know, sometimes it's, it's a simple concept when you think yeah, about it's, it. Yeah, it's not overthinking like how can we make baseball amazing? How can we you know, attract more viewers, more fans of it? Just as simple as easy access can go a long way. It's how a lot of us became baseball fans. It's how a lot of us, whether you were watching WGM, TBS, whatever it might have been, it was there for you. You know, now you start to have fandom, especially here in Nebraska, where you go all different ways. A lot of Royals fans too, but not having that access, it it hurts the game to where you do hope maybe what seems like a big problem with Bally and the bankruptcy could actually turn out to be a great thing for Major League Baseball to where they could eliminate that, and then however they go forward with it, they will have eliminated that blackout. I I can only pray that that's the case because I would think at the very least this year, especially with your subscribers, you would want to do that. You would find a way to do that if Major League Baseball has to take ownership over that, has to take control over all of those markets. And there you go. That's a great place to start. to consume our content. Mm -hmm. We say that a lot in radio. We yep. make it easy on the, the uh, listener to consume our content. Like the NFL does a really good job. I mean, the NFL TV package is changing from, you know, the Sunday ticket and red zone and how we get that and where we can go to get mm-hmm. it. But we are, we are to a point in the NFL where you can be a Giants fan living in Omaha and you can get all the Giants games. You don't have to hope that, man, maybe, maybe CBS and Fox or primetime, they'll, they'll pick it up. The NFL is making it easy on you to, to consume their content. Yeah. Baseball has made it hard. If the game is getting more appealing to the TV viewer, then you've got to follow up with you got to make it easy for the consumer to grab your content wherever it is. I'll pay. I understand. i got to pay. But make it easy so that I can watch what I want to watch. And so hopefully baseball gets that. I mean, it may take a bankruptcy of a company right, that's, to, yeah. to do that. It might be the best uh, thing to ever happen. If, huh? if that's what it takes, uh, so be it. Someone's got to sacrifice it. Thank you, Valley. Uh, 23 past the hour. Ask us anything coming up uh, here in uh, a little bit. Uh, one thing I did not think I'd be saying on March 2nd is of all the major conferences in college athletics where the Big Ten and the SEC are head and shoulders above everybody else, that the Big 12 would be the most stable. <laughs> yeah. So the Pac-12, which could be airing their games on Facebook by the time we get to the fall. <laughs> And they still don't on have a TikTok. TV. And I still have a TV. TV <laughs> Facebook Live. <laughs> that would be perfect. The We're pack. here in Corvallis. <laughs> the primetime game is Facebook. Oh, like. Wow. And I would love to sit there and just watch the comments. I don't want to watch the game. I don't want to watch I the I want to comments. see Pac 12 football in the metaverse. Um, the ACC. <laughs> so the ACC, watch. They're. There's some chirping going on in the ACC mm-hmm. with the football schools who are looking at the Big Ten gets five times more TV money. Yep. The SEC gets four times TV money. The ACC, because I think the Pac-12 is going to scurry away, ACC is near the bottom. Might be at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But the Big 12 of all conferences that just lost or will lose after this year, two brands – might be the third most stable conference in power conferences in college athletics. That's amazing. With an active because, commissioner. Because a year ago or even a year, year and a half ago, you would have thought the Big 12 would have dissolved. Yep. And that the Pac-12 would swallow up the Big 12. When Bob Bowlesby was proclaiming conspiracy theories about ESPN, thinking, oh, this is not I mean, looking good for the Big 12. And 
Here they are. Let's go back to Dan Beebe at Media Days hiring someone to do a mock interview to tell everyone that the conference was stable. And it's... You know, do, do we not give Bullsby enough credit, though? I don't know. I, because when he did take over how unstable the Big 12 was, you had everybody kind of leaving. Keeping that afloat, though, was huge because, remember, they were kind of the, what we're talking about the Pac-12 now. When you started losing Nebraska, you lose A&M, you lose Colorado, you lose Missouri, and everybody thought, okay, this is just going to be the carcass that is the Big 12 everyone's going to pick at. And keeping it afloat, hey, I, I think right there was a little bit of a win and maybe somewhat unexpected. They've been on a lot more solid footing. And then, so how do you navigate the loss of two major brands, the ones that everybody was gravitating to your your current conference and I feel like, is it the best replacement for two brands? Well, who are you going to find to be able to do that? But they added more teams. They added more more schools in there. And just kind of sort of staying afloat again. Yeah. I, I, think there's a, I think there's some credit for him there. I think you have to give him some. You know what his, uh, I heard an interview with him. This is when he was departing. You know what his biggest regret is? Not losing Texas and Oklahoma. You know what the biggest regret of Bob Bowlesby about the Big 12 is? is that Baker Mayfield OU team that lost in the Rose Bowl to Georgia because he thought, and there's others that do, that that was the Big 12's best opportunity to win a national championship. Mm. And maybe their last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be. Got to hope for Baylor. We'll get him Baylor. Well, they were also, oh, remember that game, OU was up two touchdowns yep. at halftime. Mm-hmm. And Baker Mayfield was rolling. Mm-hmm. And then Lincoln Riley kicked in. Yeah. All right, 9.26. Ask us anything, Brian Edwards, before we're out of here on a Thursday edition of Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.